Hi friends, welcome to the Relationship 411 podcast. I'm Jennifer, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids, a podcaster, world traveler, Netflix watcher, yoga doer, fashion merchandiser, and an Instagrammer. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly your relationship with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you in this journey we call life. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. Um, Before I get started, I just want to say like I'm so close to 10,000 downloads, which I don't know what that means really, but you know, when you look at my podcast, um, it says like how many downloads I have, how many podcasts I've done. And so that's like a really cool thing to have 10,000 downloads. So I'm, I'm close. So I'd love for you guys to share with your friends about the podcast, tell your family if you think it's appropriate, and also leave me a review. And so if you do, I'll send you a $5 Starbucks gift card because that's really easy to send via the internet. Anyways, so I would love for you to leave me a review if you love the podcast. If you don't love it, you can say so. If you miss hearing Kevin on my podcast, just don't tell me. I hope that you are enjoying it. Anyways, so leave me a review. Now, the topic today I am discussing is the feeling we feel when things don't go as planned. And that feeling is disappointment. And last night I knew that I was doing this today, recording, and I was talking to my daughter and she's like, Mom, I learned something cool in therapy and we were talking about that. And she said her therapist said that kids need to disappoint their parents more. And I thought that was an interesting thing to say. But I'm like, it's really true because the example that she gave, she has a friend that wants a double piercing. And some of you listening to that is like, why would anyone be disappointed if their daughter got her ears pierced twice? But in Utah and our religion, that is a thing. So um, she's not doing it even though she really wants to. And she doesn't want to disappoint her mom. And so we just had this great conversation about disappointment, and I just was thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm really disappointed right now. Like, I have a lot of disappointment in my life because things haven't gone as I planned um, that they would. And so I just want to talk about that. Um, We get so dedicated on the outcome of things instead of focusing along the way and enjoying how we get there. Like, I was thinking with goals I'm going to talk about lots of different things of how we can get disappointed. But like sometimes we, um, with our kids, like they're set on going to a certain college. And so they plan and all they are thinking about is when they go to that, you know, open up their acceptance letter to the college. And sometimes when we do that, we open it up and they say, Unfortunately, we're so sorry to let you know that you are not able to go to BYU or University of Utah or wherever you really wanted to go, Harvard. And so that is disappointment, immediate disappointment. But what if we taught our children and ourselves that, you know, to enjoy ourselves along the way of getting, earning the grades, doing the things of all the reasons why we want to go to that school in the first place? And That's just a bonus if we get in, but it's not going to end our life. It's not going to ruin everything, and we're not going to be so disappointed when we get there. And so I think we have to learn to enjoy the ride and enjoy the things that we're doing to get to things and to reach our goals 
instead of just thinking, this has to happen. And if it doesn't, we're going to be disappointed. And disappointment is kind of a secondary emotion. It kind of goes along with sad or, I mean, just people, when you feel disappointed, you might feel angry, you might feel lots of different things, but really learning to know when you're feeling disappointed. Anyways, chances are lots of things in our lives are going to go different as planned. Recently, our world has been through a lot of disappointment with the pandemic. Trips were canceled. Weddings were canceled or postponed. Schools went online. Graduation was canceled. Concerts were canceled. Birthday parties were canceled. You had to do like the drive-by neighborhood, like honk and wave, different things. And so a lot of things were canceled. And I think our world is kind of suffering from a lot of disappointment. For the past few years, we've had tons and tons of disappointment. In 20, I think it was 2020, our family was going to Hawaii for Christmas and you had to take a COVID test to be able to get on the plane to go to Hawaii. And we did it. You had to do 72 hours. We went to Walgreens as a family. We all put it in at the same time. And the day we're supposed to leave, we had only received three negative COVID tests back. We hadn't received the other three. So our choices were for the three of us to go to Hawaii and leave the three kids, other three kids at home, which definitely wasn't really a choice, or to all choose not to go to Hawaii. And that's what we ended up doing. But, you know, it was so disappointing for many of my kids, but not all my kids felt the same disappointment. Some of them were like, oh, good, I get to go hang out with my friends more or you know, they, they just, the levels of disappointment. But um, I remember that day I said, okay, guys, we're going to feel disappointed today. But tomorrow we're going to make a plan and we're going to have an amazing Christmas. Just because we thought Christmas was going to be in Hawaii, we were wrong about that. Christmas is now going to be in Utah at our house. And then, of course, we frantically went shopping on the internet and tried to buy, you know, gifts for our kids since it was going to be Christmas. But I just think analyzing and allowing our kids to be disappointed sometimes is good. Um, In our society too, you know, everyone wins. We all get a trophy. We don't allow our kids to be disappointed because they lost the game. Instead, it's like, oh, we're all winners. And I think that definitely does a disservice. Um, A definition, of course, I love Brene Brown, She said, disappointment is unmet expectations. The more significant the expectations, the more significant the disappointment. So disappointment, I think, feels really hard and uncomfortable, but it's just a part of life, and it's just a feeling. It's not going to kill you. No one has ever died, I don't think, from disappointment. I mean, maybe someone has, but I can't imagine that just feeling disappointed is going to kill you. Disappointment equals, and your expectation is on top, and your reality is on the bottom. So when those things don't match up, and it happens a lot, that we feel the emotion of disappointment. Disappointment happens a lot in relationships because we have two people that might act differently, do different things. And I think recently getting divorced is a big disappointment in my life because when I got married, I was under the impression that I was getting married forever, for better, for worse, 
for rich or for poor, all those things, for goodness. I don't I don't even know the vows. But anyways, um, for sickness and in health. Um, so I was expecting to stay married forever. My reality was I was getting divorced and I was and I am divorced. So that creates disappointment. It wasn't my marriage or my husband that gave me disappointment. It was my thoughts because I thought that marriage was forever. So it had nothing to do. They didn't do anything to make me disappointed. It was the fact that I was thinking that it shouldn't have been that way. My reality was different than how I was thinking. So there's two types that Brene Brown talks about of disappointment, the unexamined and unexpressed. And I think a lot of us make this mistake. It's like we have a manual for our family, for our kids, for our friends, for our coworkers of how they should act and what they should do. And when they see the trash can overflowing, surely someone should know, oh, they should take the trash out. So we get disappointed when they don't. And we didn't ask them to. We didn't tell them to. We didn't, you know, give them a sticker if they were going to do it. Um, Instead, we just get angry and disappointed. So I think a lot of times in our life, we don't communicate things that we're expecting. And so then our reality looks different and it becomes very frustrating and disappointing. And so I think it's like giving a gift. You know, you think you buy the perfect gift or I've been given gifts that people are like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect gift for you. And you get it and you open it and you're like disappointed. Well, they didn't give the gift thinking like, oh, I'm going to disappoint Jennifer by giving her this gift. They got it because they really thought it was an amazing gift, I guess. But we, So we can't control how that person receiving the gift or giving the gift is going to feel. But sometimes, you know, a gift could make someone disappointed. Or I see this um, with like planning like Christmas and a mother has all of these expectations of this perfect Christmas dinner and everyone's going to be talking and happy and getting along and having so much fun and the families together and it's just going to be this amazing thing. Well, everyone shows up late, kids are, you know, crying Someone gets in a fight, um, so everything doesn't go as expected. Chances are that mom is going to feel disappointed. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I think, in my opinion, when things like that are out of your control, is to kind of think ahead of time, prepare ahead of time of what could happen, and maybe have dialed down your expectations so that you don't have to feel disappointed. Um, I think a lot of times also with kids, kids are going to disappoint us, right? But no one wants to be disappointed. They don't want to disappoint their parents. And so it prevents them from living like their fullest life. So I find with my kids, when I think about it, I'm going to go back to the getting your ears pierced and or double pierced or whatever. It's, it's a thing, I guess. So um, if I'm thinking about that for my daughter, how am I going to feel And what do I want to feel? So she gets her ear double pierced, which she actually did. And um, she didn't ask, but I wasn't, I didn't feel disappointed. I actually always want to feel love towards my kids. And so really evaluating me. And if I did feel disappointed, 
I think it's a good time to do, instead of looking outward, looking inward and figure, okay, why was that disappointing? What was I thinking to make me feel disappointed? Oh, I was thinking that it was wrong for her to get her ears pierced. Is it wrong? And really being curious and questioning why you were thinking that and what caused that. So I think when your kids do things, you know, they break curfew or they get in a car accident and you feel disappointment, that emotion, of course, that's normal, acknowledging it, but maybe be curious about, that's interesting. Why am I disappointed about that? What is causing me to be disappointed? So the other way that we feel disappointment is examined and expressed expectations. So this way is we are actually expressing and communicating our thoughts and feelings, but then someone still disappoints us. And that's going to happen. But I think that's a much better way than using our manual and not like being, um, not telling anyone like in stealth mode and pretending they can read our minds because no one can read our minds, right? So I think it's so powerful. One of her, one of the quotes she said is, when someone shares their hopes and dreams with us, We are witnessing deep courage and vulnerability. Celebrating their successes is easy, but when disappointment happens, it's an incredible opportunity for meaningful connection. And I was um, asking today, I was working out, and I was talking to my trainer, and he was saying that he did, um, he wrestled in high school, and he was sharing with me, he thought for sure he was going to win the state championship, and he had an injury and this person that he'd beat so many times was the person he was the last meet or match, I don't know, wrestling, but um, he was going to be a shoe in and totally win. Well, this kid beat him and he was, he just felt so much disappointment in that because he's like, he was so, it was like almost like he was overly confident. He didn't do all the training and chances are this kid that he had beat eight times had put in all the work. So sometimes I think our disappointment, we need to figure out, okay, what happened there? What went wrong? But he said also when he lost a match, but he knew he put all of his effort in and he still lost, he wasn't so disappointed. He was proud of himself and for trying and trying to do his best. So it's just interesting that everyone experiences disappointment in different ways. I thought of some ways that we can counter disappointment because we're going to feel it, but I think gratitude is the best way if we're feeling disappointed. Say, wait a second. Think of all the things I have to be grateful for. What in my life is really amazing? I think the emotion love, and especially with your kids or your spouse or your family members, if you can show forth love when someone disappoints you and can get to that place of love kind of try to be curious about where they're coming from, what did you miss, is going to go a long way. Another thing is to actually feel disappointed. I am in living disappointment right now, and I just, like some days I have a pit in my stomach that is just, I feel stuck there. And I just have to, instead of ignore it, I have to pay attention to it, pay attention to my body, and feel that feeling. And I was thinking, what color is disappointment? And I came up with the color green, like slime. It's like gooey, messy, um, kind of icky. Anyways, I just I just try to like pay attention and feel the disappointment so it can move through me instead of get stuck inside me. I think writing in your journal 
and getting that feeling out and writing what you're feeling at that moment. Talking to a friend, being vulnerable. I think when someone shares with you their thoughts and feelings of things they're disappointed to listen to them and hear them and try to understand them. Exercising is always a great way to get all those feelings out and your body moving, figuring out what you learned from the experience. Some other ways that I thought um, that we feel disappointment, um, obviously in our marriage, um, getting on the scale. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I've been exercising, I've been eating super healthy, and the scale, the number on the scale has not budged. That can be very disappointing. But I think that is such a good example of being able to move through. Don't let disappointment stop you or prevent you from reaching your goals. You've got to push through it. And this one person, and I didn't write down who it was, but eventually expectation and disappointment connect and you break through that and you can get from disappointment to reaching your goals. And so you just have to have a little patience and consistency in dealing with that. And I think that's such a great one with weight. Um, On a vacation, sometimes we think we've planned the perfect, most amazing vacation and then something bad happens or we think something bad happens or our kids are fighting on vacation. Just remember like life is 50-50. It's not going to be all amazing or all horrible. It's going to be all of it. And so if you go into that with that attitude, knowing like, okay, this is going to be an amazing vacation, but it's also going to suck a little. Our kids are not going to, you know, want to go to bed or, you know, someone's going to lose their wallet or someone's going to be hot and complain. And so going into it with those expectations, I think is going to save you a lot of, a lot of time and energy to not feel disappointment. The last thing I wanted to talk about is I think a lot of times we want to blame other people when we feel disappointed. It is their fault. And then when we disappoint ourselves, we want to shame ourselves. So if you find yourself when you're experiencing disappointment, when you're trying to blame someone else for it, remember it is not their fault. They did not make you disappointed. Your thoughts that you're thinking created your disappointment. And I know that's sometimes hard to think and believe, but it's really true if you think about it. So no matter what it is, you cannot, don't blame someone for creating your disappointment. You created that because of your thoughts. And just like the trip when I said, talked about Hawaii, not everyone in my family felt disappointment or intense disappointment as some other people in our family about that experience. Then, like, say you're like my trainer um, with his, he, he was disappointed when he didn't prepare. He could have felt a lot of shame and internalized that. But when we shame ourselves, just remember to own what happened and don't go into shame because shame is going to create all sorts of other problems. And it's okay to be disappointed. We don't have to be embarrassed or shamed about being disappointed because it's just a part of life. It's just something we're going to experience. And I think get good at it because as you can get good at feeling disappointed, you're really going to help yourself be resilient and be able to deal with hard or more difficult situations much better. Anyways, I hope that helped. I hope that as you go throughout your week, um, maybe pay attention to some things that are disappointing in your lives. We can always change things if we're aware of them. 
and we can improve and do better and teach our kids that it's okay. Things aren't going to happen the way that they want them to happen all the time, and that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Sometimes it's better when they didn't get accepted to this college that they thought their entire life they were supposed to go. Maybe that's exactly how it was supposed to happen. They were supposed to go to a different college and meet different people and have a different experience. And just because you thought that that's the plan, maybe that wasn't the plan all along. Maybe for me, getting divorced is the best thing that could ever happen to me. Maybe my life is just getting ready to happen. And it just took me 26 years to figure that out. And so as I go through disappointment, I'm going to be thinking those thoughts to help me get through this difficult time. And I know that you can do that as well. So have a great day. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to leave me a review. If you want more relationship tips, email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com so you can get on my email list. And also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at relationship411podcast. I promise to give you the 411 about relationships so you don't have to call 911 for yours.